For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Panthers are back on the practice field today. They had the fan fest, they get a little off day. Now they're back on the practice field. Mm-hmm. Brian Burns acknowledges the rookie, Bryce Young. Got him. He got me today, actually. I was dropping in a hook. Pretty simple, but he kind of looked me off and, like, I guess gave a little pump fake, so I bit on the cheese and he hit me over top for a big one. So I'm going to get him back. <laughs> but it's good to have that on the other side. I think he's going to be great for us. Do you know what's, you know what's the best part about that? What's that? Well, first of all, the cheese comment. Bit oh, on yeah. the cheese is, is a good way to say you you fell for a pump fake. Uh, but also, you're not going to get him back. You're not allowed to. You're a defensive no. end, and he's a quarterback. Uh, what are you Unless do? you intercept. I was saying you going to drop it. into coverage, Brian Burns? Well, he did on that time. Well, he, I, th- I think he got him with the pump fake close range. Oh, uh, maybe. Little, little, like you jump up to, to block it at the line when you should have just stayed down and, and run at him. Uh, defensive ends, there's the, you better hope that you like your quarterback. Because there's nothing you can do. If you don't like him, you're just going to get frustrated. Every other quarterback you can hate because you can go attack him on game day. Your own quarterback, you better hope you like him because there's there's nothing you can do. Which is why also quarterbacks should not be allowed to run for touchdowns in practice. Uh, they should not be allowed to, to celebrate on runs in practice. I saw, I saw one. Uh, I'm trying to think of what team it was. It may have been Washington. I may it may have been a Sam Howell clip. The caption said, "Sam Howell keeps the play alive and throws a deep touchdown pass." And I watched it, and I was like, "This is why defensive linemen hate quarterbacks," because like two or three defensive linemen ran by Sam Howell and just tagged him off because you're not allowed to hit him, right? So you just kind of run by him and go, "Ah, I would have hit you," uh, and and they they gave him credit for keeping the play alive which he didn't. He would have been sacked. He just isn't allowed to be touched. Another thing, I'm, now I'm just ranting. Another thing, the 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 one-on-one clips that go viral of like B. John Robinson beating a corner and everyone gets excited, you should not be allowed to run, uh, they call them jukes, they call them uh, whips, Texas routes, some call mm-hmm. them snags. These routes where you act like you're running an in or an out and then you slam on the brakes and run back like an old school uh, square root sign. Yeah. You should not be allowed to run them in one-on-ones when the whole field is at your advantage or at, at your disposal. Yeah, I see what you're it's, saying. It's, it's a one-on-one, and and those routes take forever, first of all. And then second of all, there's usually trash, right? There's there's linebackers in the way. You should win every single time. If a wide receiver ever doesn't win on a whip in one-on-ones, either A, you're a terrible route runner, or B, you're up against like Darrell Revis in his prime. That's it. So when they go viral, they're like, Bijan Robinson, another victim in one-on-ones, and he's just running a, a juke route? It's, there's nothing. It's th- fine. He could have likely made Deion Sanders not work. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, another Panthers note. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alvin Kamara, three-game suspension yes. announced today. Uh, the Saints and Alvin Kamara play the Panthers week two. So there will be no Alvin Kamara, which is very nice, right? That is a huge advantage as, as far as 
you know, getting your season off to a good start in the first couple of weeks. You want every reason possible to think you're going to win. Uh, so the Panthers get a break there. And Kamara, three games, not a huge deal. Fantasy players out there, that shouldn't shouldn't knock his value too much. Let's get to number four. We are the four horsemen. Woo. Capital Broadcasting Company, which is our parent company. Yes. The big bosses. Uh, announced today the addition of an increased minority equity stake in the two-time National Women's Soccer League champion, North Carolina Courage. Our big, big boss president, COO of Capital Broadcasting, Jimmy Goodman, said uh, we're incredibly excited to be increasing our ownership in the NC Courage, adding to the growing list of championship sports organizations in the CBC family especially an organization that has continued to rapidly grow as a pillar of the triangle community. CBC believes in the long-term growth of women's sports and the impact it has on our local community. So does this make uh, United States women's national team member, Emily Fox, I guess she might've already been our coworker. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay. See her at the company picnics and things. We should. We're going to have to sneak up behind her and give kick the ball between her legs, a little nutmeg action. Isn't that a thing in soccer? Sure, we'll go with that. I think that's a thing. That's awesome, though. No. I, need, I, I need to get into a Courage game. So do I. I I've I been mean, talking about it for a while. It's something like I need to do it. I do want to wait until the, the – This season, I should say. I've been, I've been to several in the I past. Say, I want to get the, the wait until the women's national team members are back. Yeah, that's kind of what uh, But they're crushing it right uh, now. They're scoring – they're the, uh, what was that? The the records they broke the other day, fastest in, in league history to four goals, five goals, and six goals. And yeah, then they, they won again, like 5-1 a couple days later. It's 5 nothing actually. 5-1. 5 zippy. I mean, they're they're very good. And CBC now owns a bigger bigger stock or bigger uh, stake, I should say. Uh, so shout out to The Courage and shout out to CBC. Uh, number three. One, two, three. Ron Rivera, former coach of the Panthers, now head coach of the Washington Commanders for now. We'll see what the Commanders change their name to, and we'll see if the new ownership wants to keep Ron around. A lot of questions there. But Ron Rivera said to the media while talking about Sam Sam Howell, a lot of stuff about Sam Howell. It's about development. It's, you know, it's all about what he does in games, and, and he's making progress. And, and then he said, but don't sleep on Jacoby. Do we have that audio, by the way? Let's we go do. ahead and hear it straight from Ron Rivera's mouth. Right now, this is all the growth and development opportunity. This is a chance to learn the base fundamentals of our offense, and, and he's been doing it since OTAs and minicamp. Now we're in training camp. You know, we're in our what, our, our eighth day now. So all these things are, are are coming together. What you really need to look for is when we get on the field. You know, when when we do game plan, when we do prepare. I know it's just preseason games, but those are going to be uh, paramount to, to, to telling everybody where he is, what's his growth. And at the same time, as, as I've said a couple, of, don't sleep on, on, on Jacoby. He's done a nice job as well. I mean, we got some really good uh, quarterback uh, play going on right now. We've got a real good quarterback room. We're very happy with what we've got right now. I can't emphasize this enough. Jacoby Brissett seems like a great guy. One of the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. One of the highest paid backup quarterbacks in the NFL. One of the more experienced backup quarterbacks in the NFL. He should be allowed to be slept on. The coach should not be worried about anybody sleeping on your backup quarterback. Right? The 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 only time you say, hey, don't sleep on my backup, is when your starter gets hurt. 
Because up until then, you just need everybody to be supporting the starter, right? Not waking up to the backup. Sam Howell is is being asked to do something very, very, very difficult. Play NFL quarterback. We've seen how many? Hundreds of, of first-round pick quarterbacks not be able to get it done or second-round pick quarterbacks or third-round pick quarterbacks not be able to overcome that obstacle. Sam Howell is a fifth-round pick quarterback with one start. Don't say don't sleep on the backup. Say eyes wide open on Sam. All of the confidence in the world on Sam. Focus your cameras on Sam. Sam's our guy. Sam I am. Sam Howell. That's what Ron Rivera should be saying. Not don't sleep on Jacoby. And that's no disrespect to Jacoby. Like if if the, the backup was a bigger name even than Jacoby Brissett, if the backup was a better quarterback even than Jacoby Brissett, if they want Sam Howell to be successful as the starter, you have to let them let let the backup fade into the background until they're called upon. That's kind of the whole backup. That's their responsibility, right? You you don't get the reps, you don't get the attention, you don't get the the spotlight. But when your number is called, you have to be ready. That's the the job description for the backup quarterback. It should be Jacoby don't sleep, not don't sleep on Jacoby. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. Let's get to number two. Just the two of us. Yesterday, or two days ago now, mm-hmm. it feels like uh, all, all of the, the, the days are bleeding together on this this topic. Uh, two days ago, Florida State – am I saying this right? No, you're right. Two days ago, Florida State had a board of trustees meeting. Uh, Dennis was on the other side of the glass here in the producer's room, giving me like the com- confused German Shepherd where the, yeah. head, the heads turn. Yes. And he was just kept turning the, the – and I was I was like, what am I saying wrong? Just had the tilt go. Um, I said the days bleed together, his head snapped. Uh, Florida State. Two days ago, Board of Trustees meeting, president of uh, Florida State involved. They left that Board of Trustees meeting with comments that kind of lit the college sports world on fire. They wanted out of the ACC. Mm -hmm. Uh, Drew Weatherford, one of the Board of Trustees uh, members for Florida State, said, it's not a matter of if we leave, talking about the ACC. It's a matter of when and how. There was talk of... We need big time different splits in the the revenue sharing where Florida State was assuming they'd get a bigger slice of the pie than other ACC schools. It was it, there was some inflammatory remarks. So then yesterday, Bubba Cunningham, North Carolina athletic director, uh, jumped on this very network talking with uh, uh, Adam Gold, whose show airs directly before this one, and he made some comments that again got everybody. Uh, talking it was the one the number one story on espn.com for quite some time and uh i thought you might want to hear it for yourself here's uh the the north carolina athletic director bubba cunningham 
what they want to do and how they want to go about doing their business. That is their business, but it does have an impact on us. And quite frankly, I don't think it's good for our league for them to be out there barking like that. And I'd rather see them, you know, be a good member of the league and support the league. And if they have to make a decision, then then so be it. Pay for the grant or pay for the exit fee. Wait for your grant of rights that you've given. And then when in 2036, when those rights return to you, do whatever you want. Few things. First of all, <laughs> I, I I love and I think you 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 picked up on it, Dennis. I love when he gets to the if you want to leave, pay the exit fee, live out your grant of rights that, that you signed to and, and get out of here. And you just hear Adam go. <laughs> you just hear a little giggle from mm-hmm. Adam Gold. And it's it's perfect because that is the the if you play spades, right, that is when you know you have the highest spade. And you see some like you have the the king, and you just saw someone play the queen, and you know the ace is gone, and and you're just like, <laughs> boom, right? You just that's that's Bubba Cunningham looking at Florida State and saying, if you want to leave, leave, uh, but you're gonna have to leave five hundred million dollars behind, but go ahead. It's it's the the trump card, and then you know, <laughs> just a little <laughs> a little giggle there. Uh, the other thing that that stood out to me and barking is the the word that you saw in all the headlines yeah right you know uh bubba cunningham quote not good for them to do all that quote barking or whatever it is barking and i said this yesterday i said it as soon as we heard it to me when you say out there barking like that it's very difficult for my brain not to jump to the 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 phrase all bark no bite i can't help but think that somehow this was acknowledging that Florida State is making a lot of noise. They are, uh, obviously their comments are are ricocheting and bouncing and crisscrossing all over college sports, but they don't have the bite. They don't have the ability to actually do what they're talking about. Right? Florida State had the, we need to have a plan to exit within 12 months. It's not a matter of if, but when and how. And and he's going like, yeah, you you have no teeth. You have no bite here. And that's the thing that I've been asking for and no one's been able to give me. How? Right? What's the mechanism that gets Florida State from where they are to where they say they want to be? I don't think they know how. What's the loophole? What's the maneuver? What's the the avenue the alleyway like how the trap door how do you get from in the acc to out of the acc without leaving behind a gigantic exit fee and grant of rights check and until you have the answer to that until you have the bite it's just barking Mm -hmm. it's just barking i mean by all accounts from what we know with the grant of rights and all that with the acc good luck like exactly seriously good luck it's (laughs) I know a lot of FSU fans were trying to bash, you know, folks here in North Carolina for like, well, for whatever online. We'll get into that in a little bit, but I mean, Bubba's right in this regard. Unless they found a loophole or something like that, I'm sorry, you can't get out of it. You can complain and whine as much as you want. The situation is your situation. And the, and the thing, Tough. yeah, exactly. The thing is, uh, Florida State. There's no doubt in my mind. Every college and university. Uh, of of any significant size or or um, financial value across the country has access to very 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 good lawyers, right? Attorneys, right? They they have 
Does does Florida State have a law school? Probably, right? I feel yeah. like I feel like every big university I think does. They do. Uh, so they have some alumni that that's you know they care. I guarantee you they've poured through the the grant of rights, and if they don't already have their way out, I don't. I'd like what are they going to do? Show it to another lawyer and say, "Can you find it?" Mm-hmm. What are they gonna, uh, appeal to the Supreme Court that the grant of rights is unconstitutional. Like I don't know what their their mechanism, their avenue is out. All bark, no bite. And and it sounds like. You know, most of the rest of the ACC, and maybe Cunningham was the closest one to saying this, is like, just stop barking, right? The the neighborhood dog that, that barks all night, just stop. Just trying to sleep. It's the offseason. Training camp's getting started. Stop barking. Let's get to number one. The one! Oregon and Washington. Yes. Oregon and Washington. Big Ten schools. That's so weird. Crazy, right? It, it really is. That's weird to think about. Crazy, right? Uh, I mean, I remember when. The, actually, I'll go, I'll go back this way. Uh, right when the U.S. when the USC UCLA moved to the Big Ten happened, and it was right around the same time when everybody was still getting used to Texas and Oklahoma eventually moving to the uh, SEC. Mm-hmm. There's the great picture of uh, Vince Young diving for the pylon. USC trying to stop him the the 06 national championship game right it was the Rose Bowl some say it's the greatest college game ever played one of the best I've seen uh and the the caption just says I love this SEC Big Ten rivalry because it's USC from the Big Ten and SEC Texas um there's going to be so many of those right Oregon is going to be playing uh Arizona because I assume Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah are going to be in the, the Big Big 12 at some point. And it's going to be Big 10 versus Big 12. Oklahoma is going to face Washington, and it's going to be Big 10 SEC. The, the, do you know what I'm realizing doesn't matter at all? Hmm. The brands of the conferences. No. Because, like, the SEC used to be smash mouth right their defense were like all of the first round defenders for a while there were coming from like alabama and lsu alone there was an an alabama lsu game i want to say oh nine may have been more recent than that uh may have been the sec championship game the final score was nine six yes i remember that game the final score was nine to six and people ate it up and then a couple weeks later they had a rematch in the national championship game if i'm not mistaken uh they just brought Oklahoma into the SEC. Oklahoma runs the spread with with like right the the Baker Mayfield game right where what was it Baker Mayfield in Oklahoma against Texas Tech mm-hmm. and Mahomes like seven touchdowns seven hundred yards passing for each of them. That Oklahoma team is going to the conference that once had an exciting and interesting nine six football game. The brands don't matter. The Big 12 was was no or sorry, no defense. The Pac-12 was was finesse and skill, right? It was Reggie Bush. It was it was Oregon running all over the place. A million plays. Jeremiah Masoli, Dennis Dixon, Marcus Mariota. Dennis Dixon. That's that's what Oregon was. Mm-hmm. They're going to go play Michigan in the Big House. 
in the wintertime? That doesn't add up to me. No, it doesn't. They're supposed to be playing Arizona on an artificial field because it's 120 degrees and you can't grow grass there. Right? That's, but it doesn't matter anymore. Like what your identity was as a conference, it doesn't matter anymore because Oregon and Washington are going to the Big Ten. Oklahoma and Texas are going to the SEC. The Big 12 will take any and all Power Five resembling schools as long as you're willing to, to I don't know, play second fiddle to Baylor. Who's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a really, really weird place to be for football, college football fans that have been college football fans for a long time. You know that moment? This is exactly what it feels like. You know that moment when, um, like, the first time you saw Tom Brady in a Buccaneers jersey? Yeah. That first time you saw Emmett Smith in a Arizona Cardinals jersey? Peyton Manning in a Broncos jersey? Just the first time, and you're like, it looks wrong. Yeah. Right, and maybe it like a, a, a while ago it might have been better, right? Like, uh, um, Joe Montana on a cheat in a Chiefs jersey, right? Back before Photoshop and everything, where it was like you could kind of like it was on Twitter whether they were making the move or not. It's just wrong. So it's like seeing Oregon play a conference game in the shoe against Ohio State. It's just wrong. Seeing Washington and Rutgers have an impact on their conference standings, it's just wrong. And the the fact that we're more likely from, like, this point moving forward to see Oregon Northwestern on a regular basis than we are to see Oregon, Oregon State on a regular basis, it's just wrong. Right? Oklahoma, Oklahoma State is coming to a close. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Bedlam. It, it has a name. It had like the rivalries with names, the rivalries with trophies. Those are the ones that make college sports. And and they're just not even a part of the priority list. Not even a little bit. And that's so disappointing. Oregon, Oregon State. I'm sure people in Oregon care a ton about that. Oh, absolutely. As they should. And Washington, Washington State. I'm sure they care a lot about that. So I'm I'm this is a personal plea. This is this is a request formally formally to the ACC. Heck, the SEC, the Big 10, whoever has the power in college sports. Protect the rivalries with your life, right? Don't let Carolina and State split up. Don't let it happen. Don't let Duke and Carolina split up. Don't let it happen. And if it means leaving $4 million a year on the table somewhere, it's worth it. I promise you. And, and that goes for all of the conference rivalries that still exist because they're 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 an endangered species, right? In-conference rivalries that we care about are an endangered species. So if one day the ACC does disintegrate, I will be very upset. Mm -hmm. But, like, grab your moving buddy, right? (laughs) 
Go find yeah. your rival, and and that's your moving buddy. Like you don't you 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 don't go anywhere. Buddy system this yes, bad I boy. Yes, I say buddy system this thing. It has to. You have to do it that way. Oregon should be buddy system with with Oregon State, and and Oregon State going into a Pac twelve or a Pac ten or whatever it ends up being with San Diego State and Boise and everything. Like they're just going to be lost and alone without their buddy. And Oregon is going to be, you know, flying to Rutgers, flying to Maryland, flying to Penn State, when they could just be bussing to Corvallis. I hate how regional was like the, like the how the the regional stuff. It's just gone. It's just gone. It's gone. And I, and it's. I know we keep talking about other sports and people are going to make the argument that other sports don't matter. It's all football. I get it. That's where the money comes from. Mm -hmm. But the rivalries matter even more for the other sports. Oh, yeah. Because in, in and I played college football, so I kind of get this. Every game feels big when you play in front of the big crowds, the big stadium, right? Like every game that Ohio State or that I mean, every game you play in Carter Finley, every game you play in Keenan feels like a big game because you have dozens and dozens of thousands of people watching. But if you're on in a sport that doesn't draw a big crowd, the games that feel big are the games with meaning. The games that that you circle on the calendar are the ones in a rivalry. You want to hold those bragging rights, and they feel bigger. And every student athlete deserves the right to play in a big game. And I don't care what you say. Uh, I like Texas against Kentucky will never feel big for me. No, Texas, even Texas against like Georgia, unless they're both top five in the country or something, isn't going to come with the same weight as, as you know, Georgia, Alabama, Georgia and Alabama could both be unranked. That's a big game. Texas against Alabama, if they're both unranked. It's just kind of fun to watch and laugh at because they're both unranked. Yeah. Yes, that's a very good point. <laughs> that's it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The game is called Monday Headlines. The game is simple also. You try to predict on Friday what the sports world is going to be talking about on Monday. It's a prognostication game. You get to try to be a fortune teller, a prophet. Look straight through the weekend to what the highlights and, and headlines are going to be on Monday. Uh, Dennis and I will give you ours. And as always, send yours in. You can you can tweet them at us, at Donnelly Sports, D-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y, S-P-O-R-T-S. Or you can send them in to at 999thefan. I'll get us started. Arizona State, Arizona, and Utah are joining the Big 12. Oh, you stole mine. I mean... That that's the Easter egg where they leave one out there for like the the two year olds where it's just in the middle of the the lawn. That's what that one is. <laughs> Go it, find it. I didn't have to. I didn't have to look very hard for it. It was the middle of the front yard, and the six year old always runs and grabs it anyway because sure. they can get there first. Uh, that's what I. That's what I just did. Uh, I mean, if it's 
if it's Arizona and Arizona State and not Utah, eh. If it's Arizona, Arizona State and Utah, but it doesn't happen till Monday afternoon, eh. I think it's going to happen. It's just a matter of the details, when, and uh, then what the Pac-12 does after that. But there's no doubt in my mind on Monday we're still talking realignment because that's what's going to happen. Okay, well, since you took that headline from me, my other headline is no schools from the ACC have left the ACC. Mm. It's Let's be despite honest. Despite FSU's best efforts? Despite their best efforts, the ACC – Still have 14 and a half members. I saw like say the half is Notre Dame. I saw like a political cartoon Mm -hmm. drawn up and it was a um, it was a a big uh, dam like Hoover Dam or something like that, like a big, big dam up top rushing water. And it said, you know, super conferences taking over everything. And then the dam was the ACC grant of rights. And then the the. Right at the bottom of the dam, there was like a nice river with a scenic town, and it was, and it's down there. It said, uh, "College sports fans for like all the right reasons or whatever." Right. So the ACC grant of rights is basically the only thing preventing the Big Ten and the SEC from being two massive super conferences and protecting natural rivalries and making college sports what it is. So, again, I'll say this, like I've said all week. The big winner, and and the reason why I think Dennis is right on Monday, all the SC, or ACC teams will remain in the ACC. Mm-hmm. It's whoever drew up the the legal language and the contract in that grant of rights, airtight, no loopholes. Another Monday headline. This one's a bit more bold. Okay. Jadavion Clowney signs with the Panthers. Oh, okay. They have a reason to fix their edge rushers or boost their edge rushers, mm-hmm. opposite of Brian Burns. Uh, what was it? Yannick Ngakwe yeah. signed with the Bears yesterday or the day before. So the pool of free agent edge rushers that can come in and be an immediate impact is shrinking. Uh, and then on top of that, the, the Panthers have no reason not to go get veterans that can aid in, in areas where they're they're lacking because they don't have their first round pick next year. Right. So it's if you have a veteran that you think might help on a one year deal, do it. And and it passes my test of the Panthers should be making every decision in their entire franchise based on does this help Bryce Young? I don't think it helps Bryce Young's um, uh, development if he gets caught in a bunch of shootouts and has to throw 45 times in a game. I think what, help, what helps him is when the playbook can be fully at his disposal, run, pass, play action, RPO game, you want it all. And the only way to do that is to have a defense that's not giving up a boatload of points. So boost it where you can. I think Jadavion Clowney does some of that. I have two things. One, why not Justin Houston? Fine. That, yeah, that, that works. Uh, and second of all, I think Jadavion Clowney is one of the most overrated players in NFL history. But I, I, that, I'm fine with that also. Yes. I do think the overrated does also apply to offenses. I think he gets attention. I think he gets chips. I think he gets double teams. He doesn't get the production, right? He For a while, he was one of those money ball players mm-hmm. where he was getting a lot of, like, pressures and hurries, but not a lot of sacks. So, like, certain certain stats loved him. He was disruptive. Um, but now, I do, like, I just think you need someone opposite of Brian Burns that guarantees that he's not going to get a guard, a tackle, and a tight end, uh, which is yeah. kind of what's going to be happening. So, I think Jadavion Clowney is enough that offenses respect him probably more than some of the other guys the Panthers have to go opposite Brian Burns. That makes sense. All right. My next headline. But 
Justin Houston would have worked as well. Like, oh, yeah. That I, works I, fine. I, <laughs> I'll be okay with I Justin Houston. I had to pick Houston, one, but, but that would have worked also. My next headline is U.S. Women's National Team Advances Past Sweden in Penalty Kicks. From your lips to the soccer god's ears. Yes, directly. I have a gut feeling that this is going to be a 1-1 game through 120-plus minutes. And we get to PKs, U.S. wins PKs 4-2. to two. You know what would be really fun about that? Calling it right now. You know what would be really fun about that? Uh, game starts at 5 a.m. Yes. How long is halftime? 10 minutes, 15 minutes? 15, I think. Okay, so you get 45 plus a little, uh, so we'll go like 47. Yeah. Right, a little stop, 48, a little stoppage time in the first mm -hmm. half. So plus halftime, you're getting to 6. Then you go 45 for the second half. Right? Plus, yeah. It's plus an, another five. We're, we're pushing seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. Then you go another half hour with a little bit of a, um, we're up around. Uh, plus some added time. A little, 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 yeah, well. little time to explain some things. We're up eight, eight fifteen, eight thirty. No, not, not, yeah, not, not quite. seven, seven fifteen, seven thirty, something like that. By the time you get to PKs? Yeah. Oh, by the time you get to PKs, you're looking at about 7.35. Yeah, there we go. So I was one, one hour off on my math. Yeah. I said I'm not good at math. 7.30, that's realistic. Yeah. Wait, like Wake you, up you, to PKs. I was going to say, go. if, you got, if you've got a small kid at home like I did, you're up about that time. Flip. Just how awesome would that be? Just wake up PKs? That's an electric. You don't need coffee that day. No. No caffeine. I, I, I had penalty kicks. I had uh, BKs for breakfast. Um. By the way, I hope they win by four in regulation. But, well, of course. But if you're going to squeak one out, that's that's a fun way to do it. Uh, Monday headlines. Anthony Richardson named the starter in Indianapolis. Feels like they've made the transition. Gardner is, is playing better, but it seems like they're just giving, if you follow any of their camp updates, they're just giving more and more first-team reps to Anthony Richardson regardless of how, like, you know, he's going five for 12 and Gardner Minshew is going eight for 11 or whatever it is. Uh, so I think eventually they're just going to rip the Band-Aid off and say he's the starter. You have another? No, you took my first one. Oh, there you go. I'll no, give you one I, more. I didn't have one more. Prepared. I actually have I have two more, and they're what I call like my standing bets. Oh, okay. Uh, Dalvin Cook's going to sign with the Dolphins. <laughs> okay. I've I've had, I've gone back and forth between the Dolphins and the Jets like every week since we started doing this. I think it's the Jets would have happened by now. He visited already. Yeah, but it feels like the Dolphins would have had him by now. I don't know what his – maybe he just doesn't want to go to training camp. Uh, I don't blame him for but that. It, but if he doesn't want to go to training camp, then I'm just going to keep throwing this out there on Fridays for Monday headlines. Uh, Dalvin Cook signs with the Dolphins. Maybe I'll mix in a different team eventually. But uh, the Dolphins. And my last one here, and this is why it's a standing standing bet because it's – I think if I could bet on it, I think I would make a lot of money doing this every Friday. Okay. Uh, another player is alleged to have bet on sports. <laughs> it seems like every every – Yeah. Like Friday in about – a half hour, a little Friday news dump. We might get one, maybe a Saturday news break, Monday morning. It just seems it could be a college, could be someone from Iowa, could be an NFL player. We haven't even touched on NBA or Major League Baseball. There's, There's got to be more out there. And I think, unfortunately, uh, we'll hear about another one and be talking about it on Monday. Uh, I mean, there's big news this week that uh, – an Iowa backup kicker bet on games. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.